Hello, Pastor Deborah here on the Global Teleministry channel and podcast of Agape Love, Love is Here. This is going to be a topic that is very important called abuse and its spiritual effects. A lot of people are not quite sure what happens uh, to the spirit, the forever person, when somebody is physically, emotionally, sexually, verbally abused in any way, at any time. There's not a lot of discussion about it. There's not a lot of understanding about it. And when I began helping people back in 1995, I was dropped down into the very heart of the most severest sexually abused, verbally abused, and spiritually abused people. They were multi-generational Satanists. The ones who were the severest, most uh, held in captivity, in bondage of spiritually condition. And my heart broke for them, as so did the Heavenly Fathers. I knew nothing about that life. I knew nothing about it, but I had to study. I read tons of books of true stories. People who grew up in multi-generational Satanism. I studied ritual abuse. I studied spirituality. I studied how the spirit is almost exactly like our own soul and physical body. The spirit does have a body, and it has feelings and emotions. It has eyes and ears. It has hands. It's a mouth. It has organs. It is a real living creature. And it is inside of the dirt body. And when originally what happened was the spirit was to be the ruler and was to control the soul, that which is called the helpmate, and the physical body. But that didn't last very long because the uh, spirit decided to disobey its father and mother. And it did something it wasn't supposed to do. It ate from a tree, some of the fruit it wasn't supposed to eat. And the prophecy and the declaration was, when you do this, Adam, you will surely die. So it died. And what that meant was it lost the light of life and truth and wisdom, was cut off, disconnected from its spiritual father and mother and its homeland, the kingdom of heaven. And it sunk down became one with, completely immersed and covered by the soul, the flesh, and the flesh's physical desires of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. So the spirit went into bondage, went into a coffin, sort of a tomb, covered, no light could get to it. And everything that happened to the soul and to the physical body And every experience, good or bad, the spirit received it. And the spirit, it felt different because it was a spiritual thing. And at the same time all of that was going on, on the outside of somebody, to their physical body and to their ears of verbal abuse, the spirit is also getting spiritually abused from spiritual creatures, spiritual things, and even from other human spirits that would spiritually abuse it unseen. And then the spirit would be having dreams and be attacked, be raped, 
be taken out of its body against its will? There's many stories I'm trying to get up as quick as I can on the website about these actual events. There was a whole world in the spirit that I knew nothing about. But everybody was in it, and I had to learn how to talk in it. And I got a blessing from the Father uh, when I was uh, in this church. And I was blessed and anointed to be able to hear people in the Spirit, to see people in the Spirit. They would be sent to me, and they would come and want to talk to me. And they wanted to hear what I had to say. And it took a couple times to get all the anointing on me. I guess it was pretty powerful. And it is still going on today. I have people coming to me all the time. Uh, government leaders. Uh, politicians. Kings. Crowns. Uh, just children. Babies even in the womb if you believe that. Because the spirit is here. Once it is breathed into the physical body in the womb. It's here. It's a baby. But it still has life, even though it's sunk in darkness. And the spirit doesn't have a lot of knowledge because it's covered up by the humanity part of us, the humus part, the dirt, the flesh. So when somebody is abused physically, emotionally, mentally, through any means from the outside... The spirit is also affected. It also receives the fear, the uh, rejection from words. It can be rejected in the womb, as we know, through abortion. It can also be if a mother was wanting a boy, gets a girl. They feel rejection. Uh, there's all kinds of things going on. So the spirit is the port that Pastor Deborah works with, along with the soul and the physical body. And what the most of your faith-based communities are supposed to be working with. And even every religion is trying to reach that spiritual part of us. And most of us, we don't get there. So, in abuse of any kind, it means it is something that's being misused. And when you misuse something, you may not even know what its true use is. Sometimes we wonder, why does this happen? What is going on? Is it a physical activity? Yes. But there's also spiritual things behind it that are encouraging because they're trying to reach the spirit. If you understand faith, understand religion, it is all speaking to the spirit part of us. And the spirit part of us is desiring to worship a God be connected to a God, get information from a God, get blessings and protection from a God. And we are trying to serve a God, and we're trying to learn what the rules are by them, how to have a blessed life, how to live in our culture and our families. But it's all spiritual. Religion and faith is spiritual. So what they're telling us is, Start on the inside with the Spirit. Teach it. When we go to church, mosques, temples, we read the books. Learn spiritually what the Spirit is supposed to know. Then the Spirit releases that, teaches that to the soul. Then the soul gets control of the physical body and tells it, No, we're not going to do that. 
that's not our guidance that's not our laws of our spiritual of our faith so when abuse occurs and it can come from any form it can come from leaders or authority figures it can come from that we uh, get abused ourselves in any way and then we become the abusers we abuse nature we pollute we abuse animals we abuse systems we lie cheat steal deceive we have become abusers so what happens spiritually is that there is a entity or a spiritual being trying to use defile keep in captivity and bondage the spirit part of us so it will serve those purposes of the kingdom of darkness and it won't be a pure loving spirit it won't uh, humble itself and let other people's and so there's a lot going on there's a lot that's happening to the spirit and as you know a lot of people are having dreams they're being abused they're being raped sexually but they're sleeping and there's nobody in the room but it's all happening to the spirit and both boys and girls men and women it's happening this one lady I worked with she was a witch I did some deliverance work with her and she was telling me that at five years old her uncle used to come through her window and take her spirit while she was sleeping to a satanic witch meeting now you think about that that was happening to a five year old child from an uncle because in the spirit world it is about the spirit where is the spirit is the spirit free is it uh, who does it serve what kind of light does it have in it who owns it whose child is it it's all about the spirit but how you get there is through the flesh and the body and through words and abuse so when I work with people who have been abused in childhood in any way when we were all born into wonderful families yeah right (laughs) mine wasn't the greatest either some of us survive unscathed some of us don't some of our brothers and sisters they get they are the ones that are picked on others aren't what happens is we come out of childhood very abused and we carry those scars and memories in our soul and in our spirit for the rest of our life until something can happen and we can have some spiritual revelations that that person uh, actually passed away if they believed on Christ Jesus and if that happens then that person who was abused literally died in the heart of the Heavenly Father and you have to learn how to live that that person died in your soul but your soul carries a a treasure chest of ick carries memories and anger and bitterness and unforgiveness and that is like poison it's like what we have going on now the COVID-19 it's a virus that spreads it's a cancer it spreads throughout the whole soul and it actually has uh, 
things that will inject into the spirit. So the spirit is affected. Everything that happens to us in the physical, in the soul, until you have a Hebrews 4.12 where the word of God, a love of God, comes and separates the spirit from the soul and the physical body. The spirit is one. You have three parts of yourself, the physical body, the soul, and the spirit. They're all one. They've all been combined deep in the flesh. They are all one. The spirit is just a slave, a servant, follows along, has no say. And it is thoroughly abused. It gets locked down into dungeons, deep, dark caves. It learns how to trance out, go into its safe worlds, goes into trances and sleeps, will escape its body, its physical body. You've heard of people with near-death experiences, out-of-body experiences. When you get abused, your spirit will leave, and it might hang out at the top of the living, of the ceiling uh, to try to escape. And when it gets back into the body, it doesn't really have the memories. And I can talk... Uh, tell you about mine when I was about four years old. I was having my tonsils out in a military hospital, which wasn't very nice to little kids. I was very frightened, and I saw visions for years, didn't know what it was. I was running down a hallway, but I saw the other part of me, my body, laying on an operating table. My spirit became afraid, and it ran. It left my body. It escaped. And once you study a little deeper, you will learn there is always a way to escape for the spirit. It may have to go into a trance and create another world to live in. That's a way of escape. It may have to create another personality. The mental health calls it disassociative identity disorder, which was previously multiple personalities. We have the ability from our spirit to create another person that will take the hit, that will take the abuse. And our core part of us, our spirit, survives. But it goes into a trance. It goes off into a world in our head. One of the great things I just did for Rachel Grant is I wrote three blogs about the healing of the dark dreams of the heart. It talks about Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz and how she got hit in the head. Whoops, my video stopped, got frozen. And she went into Oz, a land inside her head, and how she had three companions there. She was not left alone. And you will learn even the spirit is never alone. It has help. It's built in, and people can come. And inside Dorothy were the three companions. You can see the three video blogs on the website. And uh, they're called Follow the Yellow Brick Road. Uh, it's called The Three Companions and the ruby slippers. And it talks about how this internal world that had, uh, on the outside of Dorothy, there was anger and fear because Mrs. Gulch was going to take away Toto. And then she was already an orphan. She was living with her aunt. So either her parents were dead, probably. She lived on a farm. She really wasn't accepted. She, the Sort of the workers liked her, but uh, our mother, Auntie M, she's busy and kind of rejecting her, telling her to go find a place where there's no troubles. Get out of the way. Because a storm was coming. 
So that is already abuse right there. Abandonment, parents dead, your aunt really not nice to you. Mrs. Galt's trying to steal dog Toto. So what happened was she got hit on the head by the window in the storm, and she went off, we might say in a coma, but inside of her she was in another world, beautiful world, totally different. She was going to get healed because she had bitterness and anger. She was filled with rejection. Uh, she uh, wanted to be loved. She wanted to feel safe. She wanted to keep her dog Toto. And Annie M. and them couldn't help her. They were going. This old Miss Wicked Witch, Miss Gulch, was going to take Toto away. So she had some emotional things that needed to be healed within her. So when she gets in the Wizard of Oz land she's off in another world she's in a sort of a trance a, 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 a land where she's going to have helpers Glinda the good witch of the north the ruby slippers she has some companions to travel with her she was not alone they didn't look like normal companions they were sort of animal because the human spirit loves animals and so she was able to find her way out when she was able to ready to go home and found out some things then she just clicked her heels three times she came out of the coma she was healed full of happiness and joy because she was home it's a wonderful uh, thing that I wrote and did the videos on so where the spirit is given help even in these days when people are in comas their spirit is still there till the heart stops and they live. And you can still talk to them. The spirit can hear, hear you. I'll tell you another story. This young lady, I think her name was um, Jan Crouch, who uh, was part owner and ran TBN for years. And she was had gone and gone into a coma, and she came to me in the spirit. And she asked me if she could go on and be with Christ Jesus. Because there was a problem with her son and her family members. They didn't want to lose her. She was strong. She ran the company. She ran the business. They never even thought of a day with her not being there. But she wanted to go and be with her Jesus. And she loved Jesus. She was ready. And I told her, yes, sweetie, you can go on. You can go. So she needed somebody, her spirit did, to give it permission to go to leave because what was happening is the doctors had told the people that there was not going to be any recovery for her I don't know exactly what happened she had a lot of medical condition and she wasn't going to come out of this and her spirit wanted to go but her family didn't so sometimes people family members hold us back from leaving when we want to go and when I gave her permission then her son came to me in the spirit and asked me how dare I tell his mother that she could leave he didn't tell her she could go he wanted her to stay and I and he asked who are you that you would do this and I sent him a lot of stuff told him stories and said that's who I am so him and his wife gave his mama permission and she left she's in heaven she's not far away she's just sort of in another country we'll all see them, each other again so these are some of my experiences, and the spirit wants help. It feels all the emotions of the soul. So when abuse comes from any direction, 
it affects the spirit. So I wanted to bring this to you to know that not only does the soul need healing, sometimes the physical body needs healing, but sometimes that ain't going to happen. People are going to pass on into eternity. We see that a lot now with COVID-19. They're gone. They didn't get a chance to say goodbye. The spirit is still in there, and it is frightened until it realizes it can go. Another story I have about this, this was a lady, Kathleen, I can't remember what her name was. She was had been in a nursing home in a coma for years. Her husband had married another person, but he was still married to her. And her husband wanted to pull the plug and uh, let her go, which means no more food and no more water. And he wanted to move on with life. She'd been in this state for 20 years. Her parents did not want that. They wanted to keep working her. They believed she was in there. She was. Her spirit was. But her body was completely not going to recover. And neither was her soul. And she came to me. And I had to talk to the spirit. And tell her it was time to go. That from the doctors. There was no hope for her physical body. And her husband had moved on. And he needed to be free. But it was afraid to die. It was afraid to let go. A lot of people don't know what that means. What dying is like. I've been with many people who have died. And I've helped them out of their body. And I have helped them into the arms of angels. Because death is a very frightening experience. For many people. Who don't know. Whether they're going up. Or down. And some of them don't know what to do. And at the time of death, if you're in uh, the spirit and you're serving Satan and a lot of this stuff, he wants you to feel torture. He wants the spirit to be vexed and tormented and hang on to it and torture it. There was a story I read years ago in a book about this elderly lady. And she was a Christian and she wanted to go. But she had demonic spirits in her and they weren't going to let her go. They were going to torture her and torture her spirit. And they were going to deny the spirit what it wanted. And that is going on with everybody. So I've had so many experiences spiritually with abused people, with abused spirits, with children, with people in comas, with leaders and national leaders. I've had them come to me just recently ask me if they're going to die with this COVID-19. And I had to explain to some of them that, that they had some issues that opened the doors for this to happen and if they would do some repenting and cleaning up like the kings and the leaders used to do with the Catholic Church, take their last rites, then they would be spared. But they had to clean that mess up. And another guy just came to me and wanted to know if he was going to die. And I said, are you finished yet with the work that you're called to do? He was the leader of a nation with your country. He said, no. Okay. Then we'll take it. Then you won't die. Might be rough. So some people uh, have to have a mission to do. If you're not finished, here's what I say. I am done. You might hit me COVID-19. You might take a good lick. But you cannot kill me. Death has no right yet. I am not finished with what I'm to do. I have work to do. I have people to reach. So sometimes, so this uh, leader came to me and I said, Well, are you done? He says, No. Okay. 
I say a prayer. He goes back. He knows. So then other people, they need to get some things cleaned up. And they need to get straight with God. And then, it might be rough, but they'll come on through. Other people, they didn't get a chance to say goodbye to people, and they're going out. Some people want to go. Some people, uh, are for many different reasons, they didn't believe they could die or something could happen to them. But yet they've been told. They've abused their body. They've abused your, their soul, their appetite. They have not lived a life of respect to people or family or the nature. So things are happening. So abuse happens in the physical body. It happens in the spirit. And it happens in the soul. It's an emotional event. It has memories that need to be dealt with. It has, there's, as they would call in mental health, PTSD. There are uh, all kinds of bondages. There's infections. There's all kinds of bitterness and unforgiveness. A lot of that's in the soul. The soul is hurt. It's angry. But that transfers into the spirit. And a lot of times then the spirit gets angry at God, whoever that could be. And it's not peaceful anymore. And it's not at rest. And there are many people that are spiritually strong, such as Pastor Deborah. And many who are spiritually weak. And who are spiritually frightened. And who are spiritually abused by the things and the storms and the spiritual world, which is real. And they are also affected. So in this tele-ministry section of abuse, I hope I've showed you that there is a connection of the spirit with the soul and the physical body. But the spiritual abuse is much different. It's by it's unseen. It's the same, but it's different. And uh, abuse of any kind, in the, even in the natural, affects that spirit. And a lot of people that you would think look pretty normal are spiritually abused. They are feeling the effects. They have no hope in their spirit, no encouragement. The spirit is angry. It's bitter. It's living in unforgiveness. And it's mad at a god. And it's mad at everything. And it cannot even hear God's voice. Because it's so sunk down in the soul and all the soul's feelings. So we need that Hebrews 4.12. It's real easy to do. And if you want that right now, I'm just going to say a quick prayer, and it'll happen to you. And what will happen is you'll start noticing a little difference. Father who created all spirits, take your word of God, agape love itself. And as you did, apply Hebrews 4.12, your word where your word is more powerful than a two-edged sword. Separate this person's spirit from their soul. You said you only watch over your words and you only fulfill your words that you have sent. Don't let this Hebrews 4.12 come back to you void and unfruitful. Let this video, this tele-ministry right now, touch and separate the spirit and the soul. Father, this is your work. You sent your word to do this. 
so that you can begin ministering healing and ministering recovery and bringing back in life to the spirit in the name of Christ Jesus amen if you want that just say I want that and he will do it then begins the long process of maybe being in uh, the spirit will feel strange because it's separated from its soul the soul will be angry that it's lost this valuable possession you might get some spiritual attacks you might get some verbal attacks like what's wrong with you you seem different because people will notice that the spirit now is separated out from the soul so you might feel discomforted but I'll be right there spiritually I got some wonderful friends from the Garden of Eden. They'll be there for you. Just like it was for Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. You will have companions that are helpers to you. You might sleep a lot. But that's okay. I can get to you in your sleeps and your trances. But now the work of healing. Okay, The great physician will send in some medicine. He'll send in some healing. And your spirit will start getting stronger. And that's the beginning of being abused spiritually. I hope you've enjoyed this. And you come back to many more. I hopefully will get the Zoom meeting set up. I'm having to learn to look directly into my laptop's computer so I don't look down at me. Kind of strange sometimes. Sitting here at my door looking outside at the trees. Using the natural light. And um, sitting down not standing up with the board in front of me so abuse happens to both our physical body our soul and our spirit and they all have lasting lasting effects on us and for your soul when you've been abused in any way get therapy see counselors do group support if you need if you're having struggling in your physical body with your chemicals in your brain that have gotten out of balance because of the stress the chronic emotions and memories see a psychiatrist there's some good medications that will help the biological brain up here it will help it to calm it down so you can think get in therapy with a good counselor uh, there's lots of wonderful ones out there and tell your story also you can write your story in books make a YouTube video do an audio book get it out and uh, get the feelings out stay in therapy whatever that is get in group counseling get in recovery groups do all that for your soul uh, if the doctor tells you to lose weight, lose weight. If he tells you to get off the salt, get off the salt. If he tells you to give up the sugar and the soda, the sodas and all that stuff, get off of it. Exercise. Even during this time of isolation, just walk around your house. Walk around the living room. Count your steps. You can do all your exercises at home while you're watching TV. I do it a lot. I sit on a stool. I do my arm curls. I have a little barbell. Not just walk. Eat better. Get your eight hours sleep. If they tell you to cut down on the alcohol, cut down on the alcohol. Sit and some people are just meditating. Having peaceful time. Sometimes just get a lounge chair. Go sit outside. Listen to the birds. 
Sometimes we just need that time out. That's for your soul. And in the meantime, Agape Love, the great physician and I, and his word, we will be healing the spirit. We'll be doing battle. We'll be out there for you, watching over you. So I hope you enjoy. This is the first one. I'm going to try to put many others up sort of alphabetically and talk. And if you have any questions, please email me at Pastor Deborah at agapeloveishere.org. I'll answer them uh, on the Zoom here, the teleministry. Like I said, I hope to get up a monthly sort of Zoom group meeting that anybody could join. And we can talk about spiritual things. And we can ask questions. So I hope you enjoy this first one. This is called Abuse and the Spirit. And yes, the spirit is affected, even by earthly and soulish abuse. But there is also the spiritual abuse that goes on. And when a, how that works is a lot of times your religious leaders, they encourage it. We hear a lot of that about how men treat women, what they think about children, uh, marrying little girls, uh, imams marrying uh, children to older men. We hear a lot of times about Sunday school teachers and pastors, spirit touching physically people in the wrong way. Then there's spiritual abuse. I want to tell you a story about that. I was volunteering with a church here in town, a small, small church, and we had food on Saturdays. And this precious, precious little girl came and uh, she got some grapes. She put them in a, a cup. And the pastor was a big, tall guy. Came up to her and just reached his hand right into her cup of grapes and took them. He did not ask her. He did not ask her permission. He just took. And I saw her eyes. She was violated spiritually and emotionally by this leader, by this pastor. He gave a devilish smile to her. I saw the look and the hurt on her eyes. Because this was a leader that she respected. It was a man who was big. And he spiritually violated her. He took something that was hers without permission. And he laughed about it with a devilish laugh. I had to pray over her and hug her to give her healing. That was a spiritual and emotional abuse by a pastor towards a child. Just taking the grapes out of the little girl's cup without her permission. That's abuse. That's maltreatment. And I had to do some damage control with the little girl. And I put a spiritual hedge of protection around her. That goes on all the time. And then you have a lot of faiths and religions. They believe certain things about men. They're supposed to be the boss. Women are the underlings and they're to serve and be quiet. And women can't teach and preach and only men can. A lot of people are following Paul. When he set up the church, it was actually setting up the Jewish system that he knew. Jesus Christ never talked about that. He never said who was to preach. He said, go. 
He treated women with dignity and honor and respect. Because once you get in the spiritual, you learn the spirits, they are not male or female. Some of them look like animals and dogs. They're really non-gender beings like the uh, angels are. But what you see is through the soul and through denominations and religion and faith and cultures, women and children are nothing but property to be demeaned and dishonored. And the men want their sexual pleasure. And they want whatever they want. And uh, so even in some cultures, they will abuse nature to have sexual enhancement. That is spiritual abuse of nature. That is spiritual abuse of children, women, for sexual abuse, for sexual needs. Because they're working out of the lust of the eyes and the appetite of the physical body. And we see that a lot in the Me Too movement where a lot of powerful men take advantage of females just so they can have a job. Also, we know sex is used to entrap uh, with the Jeffrey Epstein. A lot of powerful world leaders want this kind of activity with young girls, maybe boys, and probably children. They don't want anybody to know about it. So what's at work? It's their physical appetites of the body. It's the lust of their eyes. It's the body wanting peace and pleasure and feel good. And they can't get it any other way. And it's sort of a secret society maybe. And they get in trouble. And we see that happening even now. And what happens is... That is all a part of the spiritual abuse from authority figures who are usually men, but you can have abusive mothers. A lot of them mothers will abuse their own children. So it doesn't matter, male, female, doesn't matter. But the spirit is always affected. It's always abused. It's always feeling the results of the abuse. It's always vexed and tormented. It's weak. And this one girl I was working with, she's my spiritual daughter. Saved her at 14. And what happened is she went into a 7-Eleven and her spirit came back out to me and said, we're going to die if the other part of me doesn't stop doing the drugs and having the sex. And I go, yes, you are. And it goes, what do I do? I said, well, honey, you are the, the king. You're the spirit. You must talk to that other part of you and tell that other part of you to stop it. We aren't going to do these things anymore. And the Spirit said back to me, If I do that, I'll get in trouble. So we have fearful spirits. We have weak spirits. They know that they're not supposed to. The other part of them, the soul and the physical body, is not supposed to be doing this. But they're too fearful of getting in trouble if they speak up. It's a whole new world when you get into the spiritual realm. And when you get in there, you discover it's a busy place. And this is where all faith and religion is trying to work with. This is where all the gods are that people are worshiping. This is where Wicca is, where witchcraft is, psychics are, Satanism is. It's all there. 
in the spirit. So I hope this will help you to know that when there is abuse of any kind from anybody, the spirit is affected. And then once you have the Hebrews 4.12, the spirit is less affected. But the abuse then comes uh, from the spiritual beings that are in it. So there's another whole category that we have to talk about. But this just breaks the, the, the lines from the soul to the spirit. So a lot of that, it can't go back and forth. So hopefully you took and accepted the Hebrews 4.12 uh, prayer and you allowed God to apply that to your life and uh, then he'll begin some healing. He's a great physician. He knows what's wrong. He knows how to help you. He knows what to do. So love always and forever and remember there is physical abuse, emotional abuse, and there is spiritual abuse. All of it needs healing. All of it needs help. Love always and forever. Pastor Deborah, come again and I'll talk on another topic. God bless you.